1: Garlic Marketing Show. We're going to talk rebranding: why to do it, when to do it, how to do it. How one company increased contact with prospects two hundred percent, increase their cross selling opportunities with the expert on rebranding from rebranding experts. I've got Jim. Jim, say hi. Hello. (laughs) And we're talking about you know the mind shifts, the aspirational mind shifts are necessary to create a powerful rebrand. How to benefit from your rebrand before it even launches when to rebrand, like I said, the additional opportunities in rebranding, the reasons for rebrand versus repositioning versus refresh, resetting your companies, what re means, because I just said that a lot, and the process for rebranding, all this on the Garlic Marketing Show. But before we get started, one of the most powerful things for your brand is your customer stories. Go to videocastory.com to learn how we can help you collect, craft, and deliver amazing videos of your customer stories. All right, let's get started. You have a success story I want to get into of one company that you rebranded, how you figured out the name, how you figured out the logo, how they used it to grow their business, improve the cross selling. But how did you stumble upon rebranding? Or did you stumble upon it, or you just go one day you woke up and you're like, I'm going to be a rebranding expert?
0: It was an evolution. So I actually launched my first agency about 12 years ago, which was in the strategic um, marketing communication space. And we were called upon by several different clients to rebrand them. And at the time it was like, okay, you know, let's, let's give this a go. Let's, you know, let's do our best work for them. And in the process of doing so realized, you know, it's not just a logo. It's not just a name. It's it, there's so much more to kind of this brand led business transformation. And it really required a unique playbook to help organizations through that very comprehensive end to end process. So we put that together and then realized that it would be beneficial to spin that off as a separate firm. And and Rebranding Experts was launched about five years ago, and um, it's allowed us to really focus in on working with clients who come saying, you know, we've never done this before. No one within the organization has. Lead us through this process. Be our Sherpa, so to speak. On on this, um, what rebranding can do for the organization and what we need to do to make it effectively. So it's been a really fun road the last five years, being able to partner with clients that are trying to go through that kind of transformation.
1: And we'll talk about like the difference between rebranding, branding, f- refreshing the brand, because I you know I always get frustrated with people that come to me and it's like oh we need to rebrand and it's just always about it's a logo and a colors and obviously it's a lot more than that but what do you see as the the biggest mistakes that people make when it comes to rebranding
0: well they first of all they completely underestimate
1: how big of an effort it is
0: you know and what all's what all is involved in it um You know, they may come saying we need to rename the organization for some reason and not realize, you know, not really embrace a brand and what a brand can do for their organization. And so we spent a lot of time educating them as to, you know, we're not just going to rename you. We're going to we're going to stand up an entirely new brand. And here's how you're going to embrace it once they realize the potential of what it can do for them then they're all in. And then they're like, okay, so how do we make this happen as fast as we can? Then we have to kind of say, well, we got to do it right. So let's lead you through the process. And then really embracing it internally is is something that they didn't anticipate going into it. So that's where we have built in a lot of um, employee engagement, a lot of change management, because Mm -hmm you're basically changing the face that you're presenting to your customers and to the world. So all those things are essential in able to go to launch in a way that's really going to get the, the return on the investment in the rebranding
1: effort. It's, I mean there's so much to it. It's it's one of those things that's like, "Oh, it's simple. We're just going to swap out the logo." Yeah. <laughs> that's a refresh. You can you can and companies do that all the
0: time. They kind of refresh their look, it's a makeover, physical makeover. Yeah. It's not a real rebranding.
1: No, no, because it's, it's a refresh and yeah, it's it's a design thing, not a messaging marketing thing. So tell me about this company. It was a coaching and consulting or coaching, and a business coaching company, was it?
0: Yeah, you- yeah. In fact, let me, let me, I'll show you the the work that we did for them. This was a, a professional service firm. It's based here in Chicago where I am. And they were in the talent management, talent leadership space. The name of the organization was BPI Group. They were part of a global organization based in France, and the U.S. leadership team did a a buyout of the U.S. operations. So they needed to rebrand and come up with a new name, but saw this as an opportunity to really kind of catapult themselves out ahead of their competitors with a much more modern, much more compelling brand promise and positioning. So spent a lot of time diving into what is the value they bring to their clients in terms of the coaching that they do. And it really kind of centered around this idea that they help create bolder futures for the leaders of these organizations and for all the employees of it. And so kind of put it together as igniting bold futures and then went about looking for a name that would illustrate that and knew that we were probably gonna end up with creating our own name, coining a term, because that way you can go through the trademarking process much quicker. And so we were really playing around with these words of brave and bravura, meaning to be brave. And then the idea of a call to action, like Avanti, it's it's an, um, an Italian frame, meaning let's go, let's go forward. And we realized by putting that together, we could come up with a promise that was, you know, to go courageously forward. That that's what we did for the clients of this of this firm, is enabled them to lead through increasingly uncertain times and volatile markets. And so Bravanti came from that. And then you, then you've got the things like uh, color palette that was much more braver, so to speak, than others in their in their industry, and that kind of forward moving arrow, which really started to kind of illustrate the fact that they were going to help help their clients lead through whatever the future brings so it was a really good example in it and it produced phenomenal results from them first of all, a lot of energy for their sales team to capitalize on they they increased their their contacts with prospects like over 200 percent and the really cool wow. thing about it is they had had separate business practices within the firm but the cross-selling opportunities suddenly enhanced dramatically so that they were able to introduce capabilities, to existing clients that they had never considered before, so that's the kind of energy that that a rebranding can do for a firm.
1: I mean, increasing contacts with prospects two hundred percent—that's amazing. Because that, I mean, that
0: <laughs> if, it's what if, you want. Yeah, if <laughs> if
1: all the numbers just stay in line, that's a that's a you know doubling your business. Well, more than doubling your business, right? And tell me about what was their vision like when they first came to you. What was the problem that they were trying to solve?
0: Well, they were a provider, you know, mm-hmm. so that's, that's, you know, really, they they had fallen into that bucket of, you know, we're a provider of this service. And it was, okay, let's go a little step further than that and realize what is the outcome of that work that you do of those partnerships that you develop with clients. And, and how do they benefit at the end of the day? How does it help them advance their businesses? And once you get the client thinking in that way, and that's a, that's, it's a very aspirational step for most. You know, they tend to feel more comfortable saying, you know, are oh, we sell widgets yeah. and what, whatever the client does with the widget, the customer does is up to them. No, 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 no. Let's go to that space of the value that you bring as a part of this relationship. And it opens up all sorts of kind of new you know, really inspiring thoughts on on how you can position yourself differently than you have. Let's face it, branding is all about differentiating yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, so if it's rebranding, it's about what are you going to do to create a new brand that that really is forward-facing and is going to serve you for years to come.
1: You know, I find a lot of times that, you know, clients come to us, you know, like for one thing, but really they need something else. Is that what? Ha- is that usually what happens? Is that what happened in this case?
0: Well, and you know, I don't think they realized the full potential of it. You know, gotcha. I think that they, they originally said we've got to change the name because we've done this um, this buyout of the U.S. operation, so we have to change the name, so we're no longer associated with our foreign parent uh, company. But it it's that grasping the opportunity that it presents that really
1: made the difference. Yeah, because it's it, 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 and shifting that into something just to get done, right, into an opportunity. And yeah. that's that's huge. And obviously, you got the results. Where along the process were the big aha moments for this?
0: You know, we spent a lot of time really trying to fine tune that, that, that igniting bold futures promise. You know, we looked a lot of ways of saying that, a lot of ways of, you know, communicating a better future, a better outcome. For those clients, but it was like okay, but how are they going to do that? Well, they're going to do it because they're more courageous, they're bolder as a result of our coaching, and so it you know it was a lot of you know, and this is the this is the great creative process. It's a lot of tinkering with words until you finally land on the ones that really hit, and and um and they say you know you, you, that's when you get that aha, like yes, and nobody else in our category. Would dare say something like that. They'd be too scared to say that. And then you know that you've really, you know, you you found a place that they can own.
1: And when did they first see the win? I mean, obviously, you have the 200% increase, the cross selling. Was there a moment that they're like, oh, this is really working?
0: The first place it works is even prior to launch when you start to communicate it to your, your employees. And and internally, you're building an understanding of why you're rebranding, why this is the solution. Here's the new way we're going to be presenting ourselves. Here's what the role you play in that process. And here's how you need to behave a little bit differently so that you're supporting this new brand with on-brand behaviors. That's when you start to see the energy pick up. Because all of a sudden the eyes are opened and people get a lot more, you know, kind of enthusiastic and opportunistic about what can be done differently in the future. And that's when that kind of rolling thunder starts. And then by the time you launch it externally to clients, they're ready, they're equipped to be able to deliver on a different experience. And you start to see that magic happening.
1: I, I think in most people's minds, a rebrands this big, like unveiling to everyone, but that makes so much sense to to do it and get everything really aligned and use it as an alignment tool inside your company and a coaching tool as much as this big marketing reveal. That's, that's really interesting.
0: We just launched in the last couple of months, a new brand um, of a, of a business, which is in the commercial window shades and acoustic systems. And really spent a lot of time designing a new brand promise that would enable them to expand into consulting and other kind of services to their clients. And until we stood that up, it was very difficult for them to be able to, to prove that they were more of more value to their clients than what they were previously presenting. They needed a framework with, with, with which to say, We've evolved, we've changed and are offering an expertise that no one else in the market is now. And so, you know, listen to us and it totally opened the door for them to be able to start a, a much deeper relationship with their clients and then market themselves to new prospects in a way that no one else is in their category.
1: Let's talk a little bit about, I mean, what goes, how do you decide when you decide to do a rebrand?
0: I'm gonna show you a little chart here that that's um we use to kind of help um prospects understand exactly what's involved in making this decision and we we tend to break tend to break it down into a couple different buckets you either have a need to rebrand or there's opportunity presented by rebranding or it's a combination of the two but you find in the need side of the scale here it really comes from a change that's happened within the organization be it a merger or an acquisition a leadership change, or the fact that your brand is just super outdated and just is no longer relevant. It doesn't make sense in the current marketplace and it's just not working for you anymore. On the opportunity side is when you have a you know, proactive growth strategy that you're looking to um, employ, you've made a, a meaningful corporate change or you're trying to expand into a new market Or into new customer set, or even geographically, trying to trying to grow, and you need a brand that's going to deliver on the opportunity that your plans are presenting. It's usually kind of a combination or weighted between these two things. But these are the motivations that when a CEO comes to us says, "This is why I think I need to rebrand," we actually open their eyes to the fact that there may be other ways that that this is going to benefit them. But you know, as they look at this chart. And then start to say, okay, even more evidence that I've got a business case for needing to rebrand.
1: Okay. Now we've decided I do, but there's different levels, right? Of rebranding. You were talking about refresh versus rebrand. How do you decide how deep to go into this?
0: So great question. And we, we use this chart as well to kind of um, help people understand what they may think is a rebranding may be done in, in a, in a, in a lesser aggressive kind of effort we see rebranding as this major comprehensive kind of effort that is going back to the core of your brand, the heart and soul of your organization, and determining that new promise or essence that you want to be to customers, that then has to be lived out through the culture and the mission of the organization, even the name of the organization. And then such things as your tagline and your logo and visual identity. That's a comprehensive rebranding. If you're just trying to enter a new market or change perceptions of you, you might be able to do it with just a repositioning. There's some great ones going on right now, um, both in the retail space. Victoria's Secret is going through what they're calling a rebrand. It's really a repositioning because they haven't changed their name but it's it's really trying to dive a little bit deeper into the fact that their products for many years, um, it peaked. They they were no longer you know considered accessible to a lot of women or even approachable to a lot of women, and they needed to really kind of change up their product line, change up their uh, the way they go to market in a way that was, you know, a lot more appealing to women today. You can do a simple refresh of your brand, and that's really the visual makeover. That's the new logo, the new you know visual identity. You're just kind of putting a new face on it, new lipstick on things, just to look better. And there's very viable reasons for doing that that don't require a deep dive into your brand and really kind of standing up a new
1: one. And what would those reasons be?
0: Well, and I, I think it's really if if the if the promise is no longer relevant, if the way you go to market and the culture and the the customer experience that you are delivering isn't going to move your business further anymore. And then you need to kind of reset the company. It's, it's really a resetting. It's, a it's, a, you know, if you look at the word re as a prefix, it means to make a new. Um, so if you're going to make a new brand, it's you've got to reset the whole thing. And, and that requires a corporate transformation to support it.
1: Okay, we decided to go refresh or sorry, rebrand. What's all involved in a rebrand? Well, I mean, what's the checklist for getting this all done? We kind of glanced at it, but I want to know how, you know, step-by-step, step, what do I need to do to rebrand?
0: So this is a, a look at our our overall process, and we we break it down into four steps to really kind of help the client know where the attention is going to be focused in each of these four steps and to plan out from a calendar perspective the time that's necessary to do this, the resources, so that it can be done successfully. And and you can go to market in the right kind of plan. So in the beginning, it's all that your basic assessment, you know, pieces and the first step really kind of bringing everybody together, reaffirming the business case behind doing it, all your research into what are the equities of this new brand that we're going to keep? And what are we going to leave behind? And determining what strategy you're going to take, what are you trying to do with your brand, whether you're going to, you know uh, you know really reinvent it whether you're just needing a bigger pot with which you, you know your roots are going to grow in so that you can you can serve your clients and determining what change is going to happen in the organization so that's the that first step the second one is really standing up the new brand beginning with the the positioning and the essence the the promise to customers reevaluating your mission purpose and values coming up with a new name a new story all that marketing Support behind it in terms of taglines and visual identity. If you've got to reorganize the structure of any, any sub brands that you have, and so forth, and then you have to go get a trademark for this whole thing. So you've got to um, you have to apply to the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office, and that can take months to get to hear word back on that. So we actually. Um, have a lot of clients that we rely upon a trademark attorney to say that the probability of it being approved is is so high, it's in the 90% that you can move ahead while you're waiting for trademark approval because it could take a year to get that trademark approval and you don't want to do that. And then once it's kind of locked down and you're you're waiting for government approval of it. You, you you start doing everything internally to really prep for this and getting everybody aligned, and that means making sure your leadership's on board. You've looked at your customer experience, your employee experience, and updated it and expanded it to represent the new brand. You know, change management that's going to be required to 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 get the organization and the culture to support it. And then there's a there's a process of updating. Every single asset that has your brand on it, and we start with an audit on that very all the way back in that first stage, because that determines a lot of where your costs are going to be. If you've got trucks on the road and uniforms and signage all over the place, well, you've got a much more expensive rebrand than an organization that doesn't have those things. So that really plays into the the launch timing and the um, and the costs associated with it and the kind of effort to be able to go to market. You start to build some internal marketing and excitement for it so that when you go to launch in that final activation stage, you know, you're ready to go with your internal communications and training, your launch event, you know, to get your employees excited, your external announcement, all your stakeholder encouragement that needs to happen to make sure that they're on board and understanding of it, and then your go forward strategy from there. How are you going to market this, you know, in the year to come? So that it really seeks to change people's perceptions in the way it was intended to do.
1: I mean, it's amazing because, I mean, just looking at this, a, it gets a little overwhelming, but B, <laughs> it's better to see it ahead of time than I know I've been through this. It's like you get into it, and you're like, oh, I need to do this. I need to do that. And all of a sudden it becomes this big, huge mess of stuff that you haven't planned for. And. Yeah. And then the rebrand just kind of falls by the wayside and everyone hates the brand.
0: It requires a lot of education of the client in most cases, you know, so what we've learned is to do a series of workshops through this whole process that explain, okay, here's, here's what we need to do and why. And, and what's involved in this whole process and how, you know, what it, what's expected to them in terms of their contribution to it and so forth. Because if they just think it's as simple as, you know, a new logo or just coming up with a new name, they're not going to capitalize on the opportunity that presents them.
1: So, I mean, this is obviously there's a lot of opportunity in rebranding. It's a lot of work. That's why you hire an expert. So speaking of hiring an expert, how does someone get a hold of you all? You just go to the website? Email? Websites-
0: <laughs> rebrandingexperts.com we produce a, a lot of thought leadership content to help people that are kind of knocking around this decision a little bit or contemplating it to to understand what's involved and and to know some of the key things that they need to address if going into this we want them to come you know somewhat informed so that that when we lay out the comprehensive process they're not overwhelmed by it but they realize the importance of doing it right they realize it's going to be an investment of time and money and energy to make it happen. So yeah, look for us on, on rebrandingexperts.com as well as social under the same name.
1: Very very straightforward what you do too. <laughs> How'd you come up with that
0: name? <laughs> well, you know, it, it's interesting because I was asked one time, you know, that's a pretty descriptive name, you know, for a for a branding company. Why did you choose that? When we launched the company, we realized that that most businesses if they're going to rebrand are going to in a stealth manner go out and search for a specialist that can help mm-hmm. them in rebranding.
1: Yeah.
0: And so they're going to google it. They're going to go online. They're going to look up, you know, you know, who who's a firm that specializes in this. If we designed our name to match the search requirements, that we would get the, the biggest share of incoming inquiries to us. So we realized we're going to start out in a very descriptive way, seeking to differentiate ourselves in what we do. And then I look forward to the day that we can rebrand ourselves into a name which is much more aspirational itself, like many marketing firms do. But right now, I needed to prove to folks you know, that, that we're the only source to come to because we're the ones that are the experts in this whole field
1: it's not like website experts right where there's a thousand websites you're are rebranding is it's a very specialized field and you show i mean you show how differentiated you are and how deep you are in the whole process and it's not just a refresh i love it and, and where do you spend most of your time online it, personally in terms of where like what, how you, we're promoting it do, well you where where are you promoting your materials where are you so social. we do, we do a
0: lot of kind of our own research of companies who have rebranded so that we are gaining and building in that kind of best practices, you know, that we share openly with folks. Uh, I write for, for or Fortune, excuse me, Forbes, <laughs> Forbes <laughs> magazine, multiple stories a year about rebranding and then have a lot of our own original content that we produce, um, which is on our blog, on the website. I take it as a compliment when I look at marketing and branding firms who are, in their Google advertising, trying to position themselves as rebranding experts, because they realize that we, you know, you captured are and owned the space, and now they're trying to, they're trying to take away from it.
1: That's great. I mean, that's a great way to look at it. It's right. It's, 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 it's it means you've made it. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. So Jim, any last words of wisdom? If someone's thinking about rebranding? I,
0: you know, I, I always think it's important to have a business case, you know, for why you're doing it. it you know, there certainly is a strong emotional draw to the, to the idea, and that's one of the first things that we'll do with a client is walk through putting together that business case because it gives them the confidence, first of all, that they've made the right decision, and it helps them sell it in to anybody, any key stakeholders that they have. Be it a board, be it external investors, you know, and then their own employees when the time comes. So, so putting that together up front, just as you would for any other major strategic initiative within your company, is is just going to help advance it even quicker.
1: Awesome, awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the Garlic Marketing Show.
0: Yeah, it's been my pleasure.
1: And thank you all for taking Jim and I on our journey. Make sure to go check out Rebranding Experts. Uh, this has been Nine Garlic and the Garlic Marketing Show.